Welcome to Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville, News Radio 98.9 and 1070 WINA. This is Price Thomas, Robbie Respetto, coming to you right here from downtown Charlottesville. I want to thank our sponsor, Ty Cooper, and Lexi Marketing and Visuals. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to you, Price. So today, we are, uh, I think, in our, our third different configuration in four episodes. Um, we've got me and st- i got this big <laughs> studio to myself and all the shiny buttons. We've got Robbie on the phone. Uh, our co-host, and today we have Siri Russell, Director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion for Albemarle County, on the phone with us, graciously taking time and, and making the family wait to go go-karting. So this is this is an important one for us too. Siri, thanks for <laughs> thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, and so uh, again, you know, we we know about you as a as a community member and a leader, but we'd love to hear a little bit more about you. Give us the uh, a little bit of the short bio and how you ended up in town and, and into your work. Initially followed my husband, who came to the university for grad for a graduate program, um, which actually also started uh, my career in local government because I, I transitioned from working in healthcare administration into um, local government because I really had a desire to turn sort of my volunteer and community service background into into the professional practice too. I wanted to make my work match the parts that really made me happy. Uh, so, so that's how I got here. This, I'll make it short and sweet because it's not really all that interesting of a story. <laughs> it's any more unique than hey, anyone else's. Siri, can you tell me a little bit about what your main focus is as the director um, of the Office of Equity and Inclusion sorry, for the Robbie, County of Albemarle? I couldn't hear you. Yeah, she asked about just sort of your main focus in your in your work. So when you know we hear the director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion for for the County of Albemarle, can you just give the the high notes on what you're focused on and some of the initiatives that you guys are are working on and working through? Sure, absolutely. So our Office of Equity and Inclusion has sort of like a internal motto that uh, actually you can now see on the little free libraries at all of the county parks. Um, which is to equip and inspire. Um, Our work is primarily around really transforming um, local government and our work in particular in Albemarle County uh, to more sort of formally and fully reflect our commitment to our mission. And I don't know if you guys know Albemarle County's mission, but it's to enhance the well-being and quality of life of all of our community members. Hmm. Our work is really focused on the all part, right? Um, And we're understanding that equity and inclusion are really central to our ability to be able to fully realize that mission statement. Um, And so the type of work then that we're doing is really, um, there's lots of things happening at once, right? So over the past couple years, our organization, um, our staff, and our leadership, and including our Board of Supervisors members, have really been intentional about trying to grow um, our internal capacity to engage around conversations and around work um, around the related to equity and inclusion. So we've um, adopted a new organizational core of values, uh, one that explicitly States, our expectations and commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've done internally, um, we've provided hundreds of hours over the past couple years um, of opportunities for training and learning. 
we've done 21 day equity challenges, which um, y'all may be familiar with, you know, habit building challenges that are, mm-hmm. ours have been mostly reflective in nature, but all geared around um, sort of increasing our understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've done a, we had about 150 staff members go through a 10 month long racial equity curriculum. Uh, where we really benefited from a lot of the um, expertise and resource of many of our community partners here, including folks like the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center, um, uh, the Monica Nation, and other, um, many of our partners at the University of Virginia. Um, and we've done, I'm going to wrap it up because I can talk about, like, what are we trying to do? A lot. But... <laughs> We've, but we've also, we've done, at the same time as we're trying to do that sort of capacity building um, and learning uh, sort of exercises, we're also trying to change the work um, too, right? Or, maybe change is the wrong word here, but really sort of um, more intentionally and more formally incorporating equity into um, our operational practices. And so for that, we've been piloting an equity impact assessment framework for um, multiple sort of pro- larger projects and, um, and are continuing to grow that work. And that has, again, also been informed by many partners, including the UVA Equity Center, which has been a really key partner uh, for us. Um, and I'll shut up there because there's something I can say about that, but... Yeah, I know you probably have other questions. <laughs> the uh, no, that's great. And the arc of many of these is is there's things in that that we would love to revisit. Uh, for anybody who's joining us, you're listening to Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville and News Radio 98.9-1070 WINA. Ravi and I are here with Siri Russell, Director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion for Albemarle County. Uh, Siri, I, do you do you think in your work and in your time being in Charlottesville, is is there a difference in the point of view from the city and the county? I mean, is it delineated as such based on again we think about like even the way the schools are right like Charlottesville High School is very different than Western Albemarle High School right so mm-hmm. is, is there a is there a cohesive effort between the city and the county to sort of move things as one in the same direction or are, are there really different challenges even though you know what we all consider Charlottesville combining both of them isn't really that big so I would say it's yes and. Yes, there are, you know, unique challenges. We are, you know, so one community, two jurisdictions is something mm. that we uh, will sometimes say in our office. But um, but at the same time, there are many different, I mean, the, the city and the county are also very different places in a lot of ways and the um, experience of living in those places, especially when you consider... Um, the size of Albemarle County and mm-hmm. the breadth of um, sort of unique communities that exist there. Sure. There's over something like over 80, you know, incorporated and unincorporated communities in Albemarle County. Wow. Um, and I feel like that's an important thing to say because um, because because those are those communities do have you know really distinct history and character. Um, in the same way that, you know, the neighborhoods of Charlottesville have distinct history and character. Um, but I say all that to say, yes, there are, you know, some differences in the challenges that we face, but also, yes, I believe that the, uh, both of these jurisdictions and both of these communities are um, interested and invested in 
working closely together and collaborating Mm -hmm. um, to really move this ball forward. In fact, the city council, Charlottesville City Council, Outlaw's Board of Supervisors, and President Ryan of the University of Virginia just signed on to a memorandum of collaboration uh, for the promotion of equity and inclusion Mm -hmm. uh, earlier this year. So, um, and then and there is work, you know, springing from that that is for sure um, fit to be purposeful around us continuing to uh, work closely together to really make a real impact. Right, right. Well, that's that's great. And, and obviously having the, the university on board is an added layer of, of heft and, and likely complexity, let's call it. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> am I like speaking English or am I talking like government gobbledygook? Uh, no, I can no. never tell anymore, <laughs> you know, because it just it starts coming out really naturally. So obviously, I need accountability partners to tell me if I'm actually like. <laughs> that's good. I, I, I like. I, I think the real. accountability strength test is like your kids, right? Like, are you getting strange <laughs> looks? Or are they kind of like, Mom, what, what, or is is even happening? I think that's an important point, though. And actually, that that. That does bring me to a question is that I think that sometimes – so you look at the, the motto, right, to enhance the quality of life for everyone, and, and right? So that's good, and that sounds great, right? But what does that actually mean? So I guess to your point, how much do you think about that? And, and I think the answer is, is you probably revealed a lot. But is there enough of that? Is there enough of, of sort of introspection among um, government employees, among nonprofit leaders, right? Because we are all trained to do exactly what we do, which is say the right stuff. Right, but is there enough accountability to make sure? Like, does this make sense? Is this actionable? And is this sustainable? I think that's a great question, and you know, I'd like to think that that that's the thing that we're working in and building on. Right? I mean, part of the of the like purpose of of the MOU, for instance, is um, is really as an accountability tool. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have made at this point, you know, the board has made multiple public sort of affirmation of their commitment <laughs> to equity and inclusion. Um, and that, that's important because, you know, it's, we're sort of verbalizing and publicly demonstrating, you know, this is, this is the thing that we hold important. But it's also important because it is an accountability tool because once we've said those things and we've laid these things out there explicitly, now there's also an opportunity for community members Right, who are interested and invested, and who want to see us work in that way, mm-hmm. to point to that and say, "These are the things that you've said and affirmed. How are our actions matching up with it?" Um, I would say, you know, for your question about like even the mission, what does that mean? Right? Uh, we actually have a conversation series for staff that's launching actually next week when I get back into the office. Mm. Um, so that's titled the Working for Wellbeing, where we're actually discussing just that. What does that mean? What does that mean, you know, for your individual work? Sure. Um, how do we begin to to really make that transformation of thinking about our work both as, you know, as individuals, as departments, as an organization, not just as, you know, outputs, but as they relate to outcomes in our community? Right. And, you know, lots of folks do that um, already, right? So I'm certainly not discounting that. But, um, but how do we all do it together, if that makes sense? You are listening to Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville on News Radio 98.9, 1070 AM, WINA. Big thanks to our sponsor, Ty Cooper, with LifeView Marketing and Visuals for support of the show.
This is Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville and News Radio 98.9, 1070 AM WINA. Today we have Siri Russell, Director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion for Albemarle County. I think the thing that strikes me in, in equity work, and not a lot of equity work, but some of it is, is it becomes very opportunistic, right? And that might not be the right word, but it, it's sort of the topic du jour, right? Do you get the sense that there is a true commitment to it? Um, you know, from the localities and, and from the, the jurisdictions, like there's really a heft behind doing it well, doing it right and doing it sustainably instead of kind of capitalizing on a cultural moment. Well, you know, I hope that it's more than a moment, right? Yeah. Um, and in fact, if you read our OIS, we call our office OIS, um, if, you, if you read OIS 2020 annual report, it actually says that in there, right? We have the opportunity to make sure this is more than a moment. Um, and I, I do believe that there is a desire to do that. I think we are still figuring out what that looks like mm-hmm. for us um, and how to make that happen. Um, yes, that is what I will say there. <laughs> how, uh, let me ask you this. How, have your, how long have you been with the, uh, with the county? I have been with the county a little over six years. So, oh, okay. So have, let me ask you this. And so six years is, is, you know, long enough to be in to get your feet on the ground, you know, the ropes and you've managed to, to push some stuff through. How have, how do you feel like your initiatives have been received so far? And I think the compliment to that is, is are you after, after a five year spell where you thought you would be, are you further along? Are you further behind? How do you sort of rate, um, you know, let's call it the success of, of this, this kind of first stint in the office? Well, and first let me clarify, I've been with Albemarle County for six years. We have not had an Office of Equity and Inclusion for that long. Well, there you go. Um, that counts as a win, then. Yeah, we're moving into year three um, uh, okay. of this office. Excellent. Uh, uh, but so I would say I, I do think things have been um, received well. I mean, we have about 800 folks in our organization, and I would say that um, – you know, it's that, there's a very broad range of folks who work in local government, right? Sure. Because, because there are, you know, we've got 20 different departments and, you know, twice as many divisions, right? You have, and there are a lot of differences between folks who, you know, maybe um, who work as building inspectors, building inspectors versus those who maybe like, you know, build trails, mm. right? Or, you know, who work on the budget or, you know, who work in the Office of Equity and Inclusion, whatever. But they're, they're, they're sort of very distinct um, worlds that, that, um, that make up the local government space. Um, but something that I do think is, uh, is really sort of one of the threads of commonality with local government employees is a real connection to the community that we serve. We have, um, I mean, for me personally, you may not be surprised, we have a surprising to me number of folks who really were born and raised here who work for <laughs> Albemarle County, right? Um, we have folks who, you know, started working for this community um, when they, because the organization changes, right? Like who you're working for from a, in terms of like management or whatever, that changes. But we've had folks who've been working for this community for over 40 years, right? Their entire careers. Um and so there, there's a real commitment to this place and to the people that are in this mm-hmm. place. 
Um, and what that, you know, do we all have the same point of view on what it looks like to um, to bring equity into that conversation? No, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But, but what we all, absolutely not, right? Um, but we all do, um, but we all do have a shared commitment to, to really like doing our best for this community and the people that are in it. Um, and so, you know, I don't know where that puts us, right? Um, but I do know that because of that shared commitment, we have been able to move, um, some things forward. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, um, that we hope to, but we're on our growing edge. We're making, you know, imperfect progress, but we are making progress Mm -hmm. and we are doing things that, um, that are in some ways very unique for local governments. So, um, you know, we're not all the way there yet, but I do think, I do think that, that we're, we're, we're doing something. Good. Yeah, we're gonna get next time when we have you back. We're gonna we're gonna get you down here. And we're gonna talk about some of those things on this is Envision News Radio ninety eight nine ten seventy W W I N A. Shoot that one up. We have Siri Russell here for another. Let's call it two and a half minutes. The director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion for Albemarle County. I really only have one more question for you, and and it revolves yep. around kind of this rebranding, if you will, and and I say that in air quotes, but I'm by myself in the studio, so nobody saw it. Um, of Charlottesville that it, it sort of went on and is going on and and do you have any feelings about that? I mean, as someone who works in local government, who lives here, who who uh, you know has a family here, is raising kids here. I mean, how does how does that make you feel? Not as a not as a not as a professional, right? But more of as a person and as a as a black person in this town. Well, how do you know as a black person in this town, right? <laughs> Siri, I come on now. Don't you know that we all know each other? That's just how that works. <laughs> Right, like the head nod is a thing, but we all know each other. We have to. I, um, you know, I'm actually a. Um, I actually live in the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. The, you know, logistics. You're close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I live. Yeah, I live in the city of Charlottesville. I think. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know what I think. I don't know enough about it. And also, you know, I'll stick to just reflecting on county stuff. But what I will say. <laughs> what I will say, though, is as a city resident, there right, you go. That see, um, there we go. I do, you know. I, um, you know, I live here for you know the foreseeable future, um, and you know, obviously, I want nothing but good things for Charlottesville. We'll see if, if we get there too. Sure. How um the um that was. That was good. Like you know, like I said, you're you are you are well trained. We'll get there. Um, huh. with, with, <laughs> We're all, all of us have places to get to. That's true. <laughs> I like that. No, I like that. Um, so let's spend our last minute here. What is the um, you you made a you made a comment just about a minute ago where you said that you guys in the office uh, at the county are doing things that are unique for for local government. If I asked you, what is one thing that sticks out to you that you're that you're particularly proud of that you guys have done that maybe other localities have either tried and failed at or haven't even thought of. Um, what is that one thing that, that you would pull well, out? I don't know if they've tried and failed, right? Um, <laughs> I would say, I'm going to say, actually, I'm a rebel. I'm going to do more than one. Um, but I think the MOU that we did um, with the city and with the University of Virginia 
would be one example. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we hope to, you know, to spread with other partners as well. But I think that that's not something where you see multiple jurisdictions and a university, you know, um, making a formal sort of commitment around collaborating on equity. Mm. Uh, that isn't something that I've seen before. So, um, so I would point to that. I would say there's been some other things, too. We can talk about this in more detail, but um, something else that I would say I'm particularly proud of, actually, would be there was actually a, um, a relatively uh, a relatively lo- low-hanging fruit would be um, us, you know, revising the county, the county code mm-hmm. to allow for more um, gender-inclusive pronouns. You know, the way it was written previously, everything was in masculine. Ah. And that is actually um, pretty standard for local government. Um, And so while it may not seem very radical to be like, oh, you can use gender-inclusive, you know, (laughs) pronouns and language in a county code, it actually is something um, where we already sort of stand apart. So Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we have some other things, too, that I'd like to, but they would require me to talk in more detail. Uh, all that means is you've committed yourself to coming back uh, to, to speak in in detail. Um, Siri, we thank you for, for being with us and, and for taking the time. I know that we made a promise to your children that you have to hop in some, some go-karts and go uh, go bang around there. So we will uh, we will let you go. Thanks again to our guest, Siri Russell, the director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion of Albemarle County. Big thanks to our sponsor, friend of the program, Ty Cooper, for Life View Marketing and Visuals. You guys have any ideas for the show? Want to get in touch with us? Uh, tell us how how great Siri is. Check us out on social media at United Way Seville. Drop us a note in Vision at UnitedWaySeville.org. For Ravi Respeto, Siri Russell on the line. I'm Price Thomas. We will see you guys next week.